Welcome to Invest Stories, a podcast about real stories, real estate, and taking real action. Join hosts John Cooper and Kyle Robertson as they talk investing, mindset, and taking that first step. We all have a story. What's yours? The Invest Stories Podcast. Welcome to Tuesday Techers. I know it's a cliche name. Uh, Investories podcast is all about adding value, all about adding those digestible bits of content and information. And we're super excited to bring you part two of this interview. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Please reach out to us anytime you have any questions or just want to connect or say hi or say we're doing really well or hey, you could even say we're not doing well, but please don't do that. Uh, Investories podcast at gmail.com and investories pod on your socials and we look forward to hearing from you and uh... there's a reason we're not the only person on the planet there's a eight billion other <laughs> yeah. people because we're here for each other and with each other we can be powerful reflections and part of growth is discomfort right if you yeah. think of if you think of uh you know a, a, a seed sprouting in the springtime and it's dark underground and then it breaks through this hard soil. How comfortable is that? And then it breaks out into the you know, like early spring when it's cold nights and harsh days, right? It's like that's part of of growth. So a lot of what a lot of what I focus on right now in my life, because there's different themes to different stages of our life, different seasons, right? Mm-hmm. One of the things I'm really focused on right now, it's a season of um, leaning into discomfort. So that not so that I can be uncomfortable because I love that so much. No, it's so that I can be comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of growth happens. And there's no shortage for many of us of life giving us uncomfortable situations. I think you're going to preempt this question. I think you've preempted this question, um, which is why a lot of people feel stuck they feel going through the motions or even they're just not completely fulfilled in in what they do their purpose or or, or that kind of stuff where why are people kind of living by those limits or, or kind of why are people failing um at, at finding that that purpose we're not taught to find a purpose and uh, you know one of the reasons why this is my mission is because it was so incredibly hard for me to find my purpose as a young person, as a young adult, graduating from high school and college and going out into the world and and asking like, who am I? Why am I here? And what am I gonna do with my life? And I went to people to find answers and I just got more and more frustrated with, and I didn't find the guidance I was looking for. And that took me through a very dark, period of my life where there was a another breakdown to have a breakthrough and it was so uncomfortable it was painful for me um and be and and but i came through and i found my purpose and so because it was so uncomfortable and because i started getting answers um i've it's become my purpose to help people do that and i've developed a series of what i call purpose codes um, and a systematic approach to help people find their purpose versus this vague, grand, general vision of trying to answer what's the purpose of my life um, by necessity. And because of the immense pain I felt trying to find my purpose and disillusionment and feeling alone and lost and without direction, um, from that uh, pain, 
that in, inspired me to create a better system for people. No, I, I, I love that. I think that's such a, such a good answer. Um, and, and that certainly was me. I, I, I left college and got a job and progressed and promoted and, you know, all the good stuff, all the check boxes and save for retirement. I think one of the big catalysts for me was moving countries and getting a completely fresh yeah. perspective on, on life. Right. And it kind of reset my thinking as I, like, why do, do I need all this stuff? I, I literally sold all of my stuff when I moved to the U S I turned up That's with amazing. That's a big like, yeah, I had like five suitcases and a, a surfboard bag. And um, I was like, I don't need anything. What That's is all this awesome. other stuff? Just get rid of it. <laughs> so when people, are, when people are trying to clear out their homes, I'm the worst. Because I'm just like, just, just throw it away. Just get rid of it. What, do you need it? Yeah. <laughs> I, say, I say from a Sometimes garage full of, place, full of stuff. <laughs> um, one thing I yeah, did want to... For people, though, who are going through those motions, another reason why we get stuck in that is it's what we're taught. We are in you know, our, our education growing up is designed to help us become great employees, great followers mm -hmm. uh, versus great leaders. And uh, that serves about, I'd say, approximately 20 percent of any classroom. There's a small group of people who thrive on that and do come out as leaders. But the other 80 percent or more, um, we you know, we're taught to sit down, be quiet, don't talk to your neighbor, listen, follow these rules. And if you do that in our world, you're going to struggle, right? And so also, you're not going to have the, 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 the thought process to become an entrepreneur, to find your passion and to pursue it. So I think that's another big reason why we get stuck going through the motions is that's what we're taught to do. Yeah, certainly high school for me was, you know, school uniform, be there at a certain time. If you're late, you get a penalty uh, staying at the end of the yeah. day. Then all the ordered classes and homework needs to be done here and here. Oh, this is a free period. You can do work then. You know, that all, yeah. I struggled with all of that. I'm like, well, well I just want to totally. go do what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that that's kind of interesting. Um, if if I may, moving on to alignment, um, this was mm -hmm. a concept I really struggled with. And we had uh, we had Jason on, Jason Drees, previously. Oh, cool. And we had a really good conversation around um, the kind of broad strokes of uh, his his approach to coaching and um, the wider program. And specifically, I think now I've lived and breathed kind of the coaching methods and alignment. I get yeah. it now. Can yeah. you talk me through or talk uh, talk my my listeners through kind of the the alignment piece and kind of why it's so so uh, um, interesting and and kind of so useful? Yeah, um, I'm I'm kind of inspired to talk about values and weave that into this conversation as well. Yeah, of I course. Yeah. So values are essentially what's most important to you, right? And it can, if you don't know your values it's going to be really hard to make decisions in your life my top value is truth and so when i'm making decisions i want to make decisions that are true for me and when we're talking about alignment we're also talking about true what's true for you now and when we're talking about alignment we're also talking about purpose it's the same thing but if you don't have a process to um identify what is in alignment for you and what isn't in alignment for you when making not just big life decisions, but small life decisions, because they add up over time and become big. 
whether you turn left or right at the next turn makes it, it changes the entire trajectory of your of the rest of your life right so alignment is being in that flow there is a flow to life and um that flow is your truth and so being able to identify what's true for me now do i stay at this job do i quit this job do i ask for a promotion do i ask for a raise do i start my own business do i call this person or not whatever it is we're always interacting with uh, either alignment or misalignment, truth or untruth. And so being able to identify that for yourself is really important. Um, and so do you want me to talk a little bit about how you identify alignment for oneself? Absolutely. Okay. So I'll, I'll pre-frame it by saying that when you say yes to the flow of life, we think of flow as ease, everything's coming together. It's, it's almost effortless. Um, that is, there is a river and a flow of life that is that. But the paradox is when you say yes, oftentimes when you say yes to the flow of life, yes to your truth, it can again be very uncomfortable. It's that growth process. You're leaning into the edge of your comfort zone. You're stretching yourself. You're doing something that hasn't been done before, something you haven't been done before. and the challenge to that, the other challenge to that is think about the people around you in your life for your listeners right now. Think about the people around you in your life. If you just keep doing what you're doing now and stay comfortable, how are the people around you going to feel about that? They're going to love it. Everyone loves when you don't change. Everyone's comfortable. It's like, okay, now we can relax. So um, being, again, really emphasizing this this uh, aspect of alignment is you need to be willing to offend other people. You need to be willing to have other people question you and ask you, what, what are you doing? Or who do you think you are? Alignment is an inner process. If you're looking outside yourself for your answers and you're taking what other people say is truth for you, then you're not connected to that internal alignment. It's, it's called mm -hmm. in intuition for a reason inner guidance is what <laughs> i call it where you're tuning into this this knowing in yourself this sense of truth within yourself um when you're making decisions so the simple way to describe this is that when you are connected to truth when you when you land on the decision that's in alignment for you doesn't matter if it's scary doesn't matter if it's emotional you want to listen deeper than that your body will tell you. And when you're connected to what's in alignment for you, your body, like literally your physical body will relax. Yeah. Even if it scares the crap out of you, even <laughs> if it's super emotional and you don't know how it's going to work, when you really sit with it and consider it as an option, your, your physical body will relax. I believe that's because your unconscious mind is connected to your physical body. And it's one way we can get a read on that unconscious mind, which is aware of so much more than our thinking mind that's just trying to figure things out, right? So that's that's how I approach alignment. No, I love that. And it's the constant processing, right? We're always kind of processing, assessing what's going on here. What what I really liked about um, 
about the, the what you guys do and the coaching is yes it's it's kind of an internal thing um it's almost like you're you're guiding people through that process and how to better yeah. how to be more efficient in processing those thoughts and and the this is the crazy bit this is the uh john in 2020 wouldn't have quite believed it bit which is the <laughs> the kind of wooey oh yeah you'll feel like this but genuinely when when we talk and when i think about things and then i take things away and process there's a lightning you brody asks me a lot how does that feel how does that feel in your shoulders and there's a lighter aspect to it you i'd yeah. I'd, I'd liken it to you're learning a i don't know a, you're learning some technology or how to code or doing something you're learning a language and something clicks you have that bit where you're riding a bike and you no longer need the stabilizers and you can just pedal and it works that's the flow and then the the forward momentum and just doing it is is the alignment you feel like oh i got it i've done it it's done and you don't go back and then yeah. try and figure out how to do it every time it's there and that's that's kind of where you're connecting in um so it's, totally. for me like i said for me i was i'd be really skeptical kind of three or four years ago but now i've experienced yeah. it it's, it's super interesting well i mean our if you have ever read uh, Bruce Lipton's Biology of Belief, Dr. Bruce Lipton, they studied the power of the um, conscious thinking mind versus the unconscious mind. And a lot of people are trying to figure out what to do with their life. They're in their head, trying to make the next big decision. Let's say investors, real estate investors. How many different paths are there in real estate investing? For those of you who are just getting started, how many different <laughs> options and areas are there to invest in real estate alone, right? Yep. Different masterminds, different groups as well on top of that, uh, different markets. And so how do you identify which path you're going to take? You can't figure it out. It's, it's not logical. You can't, your purpose is not logical. It's something much bigger <laughs> than thinking alone, right? So mm -hmm. um, Dr. Bruce Lipton found that the conscious thinking mind can process 40 bits of about 40 bits of information per second. They measure the unconscious mind. How many, how much information do you think the unconscious mind can process if the thinking mind can process 40 bits? Uh, no, like double, I guess. 4 million bits of information. Wow. Per second. There you go. So if you can, so you're using, for those of you who are in your life thinking through it, making decisions from trying to figure it out, you're using a microchip when you have a supercomputer available. <laughs> I love that so, analogy. Yeah. And for those of us, myself included, who are really in touch with their body, this is a great uh, approach. You literally feel how your physical body responds. There's a lot of people who are more intellectual, more analytical, more in their head. And so it's it's a process of tuning into there's, there's, it's really, if we all paused in our life as we're making decisions and actually put the options on the table and sat with each option individually, um, you would find that one of those options is going to be more of a yes. You're just going to feel it. Even if you're in your head, it's going to feel heavier or lighter. Um, if it's a yes, it's going to feel lighter and it's going to have the sense of this is the one. And it mm -hmm. might not make sense. It might not be the option you would decide on from thinking alone. But for me, again, this started by asking and wanting to know what's true. 
what is my truth and how do I connect to that? Because I was so confused about how to make these decisions and what to do with my life. And this is what I've found over this, over this journey. Yeah. Um, how much do you think, um, and thinking about people kind of feeling held back, how much do you think kind of just self-belief and, and maybe um, just a mindset of, of being scared um, contributes to, to that kind of, I, I guess that freeze. I uh, think it contributes a lot, a lot way more than is healthy. <laughs> uh, I think a lot of us are, uh, we get stopped by fear. We get stopped and or confused by emotions, our emotions. And uh, I know for me, I always thought, probably till about, you know, 12, 13 years ago, I always thought, oh, well, my brain, if I make the right decision, if I think through this decision, I'm going to find the, I'm going to find happiness. Mm -hmm. And what I learned was that our, our brain is not wired for happiness. Our brain is wired for survival. Mainly our brain is going to, what does that mean? It's going to give us warning signs, warnings, red flags. If you make that decision, you're going to be rejected, ridiculed, right? People are going to, you'll, you'll lose your job. You'll be uncomfortable. All even so much sometimes where it's like, we, we're, we're afraid that we're going to die. We're afraid that we're going to lose our, our most important relationships. Um, and so how are we supposed to say yes to our purpose when we're operating with a system that's wired for survival, that's going to give us the, the red flags and warnings when at the same time, your purpose inherently is going to be scary. It's going to be two things, one exciting and the other one scary. That's the, the, the golden combination right there. When you connect to that, it's like, that's what I'm like. Yes, we hit it. Most people are like, yeah, but it's scary and they don't do it. And have you got any kind of tips to, to kind of break through that? Like, I guess alignment is, is the kind of or realignment or, or kind of connecting what you're trying to do and where you're trying to go to your purpose and, and breaking through it. Is there anything else people can do? I mean, if I were to do one thing every day, which I do pretty much every day, and if that's all I was going to do, it would be meditation. Um, there's a lot of different meditations. Uh, essentially, meditation is being in bringing yourself into the present moment. Our thoughts are usually either in the past or in the future, and we're not present. Um, everything that you want most is in, it's called the present for a reason, right? <laughs> Ding, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So... Being able to get present is a big part of this whole process. It's one of the most important things I do with people in coaching is getting them present. Um, again, if if we're in our head thinking in the survival mindset and we're off in the future thinking of we're just naturally focused on how it's not going to work out. And then we're in reaction or we're in the past thinking about it didn't work out then. That means it's not going to work out in the future. And so we get stuck. Um, but tips would be, so I would say meditation is, is key. A lot of people, again, get stuck in the story. They don't know how to meditate. They're not good at meditation. It is so much simpler than you think. 
um, give it a chance and get some guidance on how to meditate in, in an effective way for you. We don't all do it the same. What I like to do is, uh, and how I discovered this inner guidance, this how to you know identify if something's in alignment or not, was it was by necessity. I was traveling. I had a day in New York City. And um, long story short, I wanted to make the most of that day. Like it was my first time ever in, in downtown Manhattan and that, there's a lot to do there. <laughs> and I jumped on my laptop early in the morning, typed in things to do in New York City. 25 minutes later, I still had no idea. So I was, I was like, I just wasted 25 minutes. I closed my laptop. I went down on the street corner, never read about this, and I did something completely new. I faced in one direction, and I imagined myself going that direction, and I just felt what it felt like in my body. I turned, I faced wow. the other direction. I did the same thing, imagined going that way, and I was like, oh my gosh, it feels completely different. And one of them clearly feels like the yes. And I decided, zero plan, I was just going to follow that all day long. And not only was it a, a, an amazing day, total synchronicity, everything flowed, didn't have to, everything worked. On top of that, I ended up having the most, uh, one of the most direct experiences of enlightenment I'd ever had that it guided me to. And I thought, oh my gosh, I need to do more of this. I love <laughs> and that. That was, again, like, you know, 12, 13 years ago. Um, and so for people who are just getting started and are interested, the exercise that I give my coaching clients around this is take 10 minutes in the environment of your choice. It doesn't matter where. Carve 10 minutes out, of, out for yourself with no plan. Maybe you go to the park. Maybe you start sitting on your couch. It doesn't matter. You can be anywhere. And for those 10 minutes, you... Um, you follow your guidance. You you pause, you say, maybe you say, let's say you start on your couch, something simple, right? You go, you explore the option of standing up. You explore the option of continuing to sit down or you explore the option of laying down. It can be really powerful to explore three options because um, that's choice. Mm -hmm. And then you just follow that for the 10 minutes. Um, I've had many, many people do this and most people usually have a, a fairly significant experience, but it gets you start, it starts to get you tuned into this um, sense of an inner compass in a, no, in a low stakes situation, right? What I don't recommend is to take this and apply it to your biggest life decision that has super high stakes and everything depends on this decision. You want to get to that, and you can get there very quickly, but start with just low-stakes situation and just take those 10 minutes and follow that guidance and see what you find. Thank you for listening to this episode of Investories Podcast. And uh, as you can imagine, we're super stoked with that content, amazing strategies, amazing techniques um, that we've really been able to dig into. And uh, we're looking forward to bringing kind of the next phase of that, which is really all about... Uh, the case study kind of real world examples and how you can do the same. We're going to call it Wednesday Wins and we're going to tackle that on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Investories Podcast. We all have a story. What's yours? The Investories Podcast.